Hi, you're listening to the Hope Church Sermon Podcast. At Hope, our mission is to help people know God, find freedom, discover their purpose, and make a difference. Now, join us as we listen in on a sermon from last Sunday. It is our hope that you feel God's love stronger today than ever before. change the world these guys up here this section right here even though they're not standing on stage that's okay they're gonna change the world too uh, but hey these guys have some cool stories to share with you um, so I'm just gonna let them introduce themselves and then share with you guys what happened to them this week at camp so Kaylee good morning good morning good morning <laughs> public speaking is my favorite thing to do so you know um, <laughs> um, camp this week it was it was so life-changing, and I know it sounds cliche, but it really was. Um, that song that we sang, <laughs> Try Not to Cry, um, how I long for the moments where I'm still in your presence. <laughs> I want that while I'm here. <laughs> and Cam, Cam brought that for me. camp looking for to take steps in my walk with God and to find friends that want to do the same and instead I took leaps in my faith I ran I ran marathons and instead of friends I found family and we were singing one song on the last night one of the girls from my youth group, she looked over at me and she's like, Kaylee, why are you smiling so much? Like, what is going on? And I just like, I'm so happy. This is the happiest I've been in so long. And Camp did that for me. And um, I hope that happened for the rest of you guys. Um, and I'm not going back to school scared that I'll fall into my old ways because I have this whole community. <laughs> people that I want in my life forever, you know. 
God for putting them and you know, Ryan and Emily in my life. They, they have just become just the most amazing people in my life ever. Um, thank Hope Church for this amazing opportunity. And like the song said, like I'm desperate for a touch of heaven. That is something that I got to feel this week, you know, and it kind of looked different for me every day throughout the week. here I had the most intense worship session in my car like <laughs> yeah it's just been amazing thank you that's the best I don't know how you do this every Sunday <laughs> actually I'm not gonna read from my book I'm just gonna speak from the heart at the start I didn't even want to go to camp I want nothing I wanted nothing to do with it but Ryan and Emily kept pushing me to there, I thought it was just going to be a cliche camp where they're just yelling at me and we're singing a couple songs. But from the time I got there and the time I left, I actually felt God's love because you can ask Ryan, every time I went to worship, I left by myself because I wanted to discover myself. And when I got in there, I'm talking about, I'm like by myself. It's just me, these two other, these two other guys. I just met them. I'm like, okay, y'all trying to go to the front because they had a mosh pit. I'm like, all right, let's go in there. Watch these two guys that I barely know show me love. They don't know anything about me. And then the next service, some dude starts breaking down next to me, and then I start breaking down, and I start praying for him. I didn't even know him. And then these two other guys start praying for me. I didn't even know them. And then from then on, we hung out. We were showing each other Jesus' love. I never, like, felt that before. I never felt, like, loved like that before. I'm showing people his love. Like last, just last night, this girl from camp, because I've been posting about Jesus, she texts me and says, Can you pray for me? I'm like, sure. Then she pours out everything to me. I'm like, I'm not used to this. Like, I'm not used to, you know. <laughs> I'm not used to people telling me. I'm used to people telling me problems. I'm not used to people asking me to pray for them. It was all new to me. Like, I'm staying up praying for this girl I barely know. Just, it's just weird to me that how strangers can show love to each other. And then I realized Jesus showed that love to us even though we hurt him every day. going through 
through something in my life and I'm like, if these students can sit here and give it their all to God, I need to do the same thing. And I begin to pray and say, God, use me tonight as our last day to move with these students, to lead them to Christ, to help them know their plans. And for me, I'm sitting there and I'm worshiping and I feel like a pump on my chest. And I'm like, what is going on? Who is that? And I just close my eyes and I'm worshiping and I, and I see Jesus, legitimately see Jesus unfold this plan in front of me completely opposite of the plan that I wanted. Um, and I see him open up my heart and go, you're going to ministry, I'm calling you to ministry. And these students, these students have encouraged me and Ryan and Emily and Wes and Diana, everybody at this church has made me a family and has grown my faith tremendously. And um, I thought I wanted to be a nurse. I don't know if that's my path anymore because Jesus told me and reached out to me. And I just think it's so amazing what happens when you sit down and you listen and you pray and you just be quiet and you let Jesus do all the work. Yeah, that's good stuff. Hey, let's, let's put our hands together for these guys one more time as they exit the stage. We are so proud of you guys. Amen. So, whoa. if you had any doubts that things were happening at camp, now you know it's real. It's true, it's moving. I wanna start with just some thank yous first. I wanna thank all of our leaders. If you can give a round of applause for all of our leaders. They took time out of their work day to be there, hang out with your stinky kids all week, and they really did a great job. They blessed us, they blessed your kids, and man, they, I'm just so thankful for them. Secondly, I wanna thank my wife. She did such an amazing job. Couldn't have done it without her. She's a wonderful leader, did all the social media. Pretty sure she talked to parents when I didn't want to because I was just having too much fun. Y'all were calling me, trying to get information. I'm like, sorry, I'm in the mosh pit with Dave. I can't talk, you're gonna have to call my wife. She did a wonderful job and she's beautiful too. Whew, she is beautiful too. But lastly, I wanna, I, I just wanna really put honor where it's due for Pastor Wes and Diana because for me, man, they took a leap of faith for me. They took a leap of faith. They brought me and Emily in, and I, I wouldn't be where I am without you guys. So I just want to give you honor. I want to give you thanks for letting us invest in these amazing students and take them and trust us and invest in us. And, man, I'm telling you what, Pastor Wes and Diana love this church more than anyone, more than anyone. And they're willing to invest in anybody. So I'm so thankful for them. And so we want to honor all those people. But I want to give you a little, a little brief of what Hope Students is on Sunday nights at 6 o'clock. You see me on the social media hyping it up and why I want you to be there. And we've been doing an amazing thing on Sunday nights here. So the last, since however long I've been here, six months I've been here, we've been growing. We've been having decisions every night from kids getting saved and asking God to come in their life all the way to, man, I, I need to get rid of this in my life. I need to make better decisions. And whatever that is, we have been seeing growth in our youth group. And it, and it honestly has been just a work of God. Like I can't explain to you what has been going on because I can't, I can't even fathom it. And so we've seen God move. We've seen God grow our youth group and our kids are fired up. And our goal for this year is 30 kids discipled. And what that means is we want them to know who God is. We want them to discover him on a deeper level. We need to kind of talk to them about, you know, what's the next steps they need to take. We need to get them baptized and then on the student leadership team. And that's our goal is 30 students by December. And I, I truly believe it's going to be easy because these kids, man, they're fired up. And so that's our goal. That's our goal. And so as you come back, we just want to, I want to talk to you today. It's going to be really short, 
really, really short. You'll get out of here. You'll get your lunch. It'll be awesome. But I want to talk to you a little bit today about why we support. If you got a Bible, it's going to be on the screen as well. Go ahead and turn to 1 Timothy 4.12. 1 Timothy 4.12. And I got this cool little confidence monitor, so I'm going to read from that. If you're there, this is what it is. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. <sighs> Parents. The Bible says, don't let anyone think less of you because of you because you are young. I'm here to tell you today that the spirit has no age. No age is the spirit like you're too old, you're too young. The Bible doesn't say, hey, you're a little too old to be doing this. You're a little too old to be serving pizza and the kids. You're a little too old to be serving pizza at youth. You're too young to be wise. You're too young to make these good decisions. Don't let anyone think less of you because you are young. Young, God does not have an age. God does not work special things in, in certain people's ages and only give wisdom to certain people. He wants you to be young and he wants you to be wise, students. And he wants you parents to encourage that for your students as well. It goes on to say this, be an example to all believers in what you say. Whew, these are, here's a list. Here's your list. The Bible, I love God because in the Bible, he tells us, you know, this is what I want you to do. And then we're, you know, as humans, we're like, okay, we're done. We're good. I'll I took what you said, God. And he's like, no, 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 let me be specific. I want you to set an example with what you say and the way you live in your love, in your faith, and in your purity. I want you to do these things. I want you to be young. I don't want people to judge you for being young. I don't want people to say you're not smart enough, good enough. You know, you're the age that's gonna ruin everything. I want you to be young and I want you to live this out in your walk. And parents, this is what we should be supporting them to do. And so in this today, I, this is my first point. If you, got a, if you got a packet, if you got a pencil or a phone, parents, this today is for you. I speak to the kids every single Sunday. They're finally like, whew, thank goodness. Ryan ain't talking to me no more. I'm tired of getting in trouble. Parents, this is for you. Here we go. Point one, the youth needs support. The youth needs support. Give it up for God. Give it up for God. No half claps. Listen, I've been at this camp where people are standing, they're yelling. You know, we got to give it up for God because our youth needs support. This generation needs support. I'm tired of hearing, man, they're the ones who ruin it all. They're the ones who are voting for the wrong people. They're the ones who are doing this and that, and they're never going to make anything right. Here goes our world. The end times are coming. All the, all the older pastors out there, you hear them on the social media, they're like, this is the end of the days. They're done. Life is over now. Have you seen these kids? They got tattoos, and they're cutting their jeans, and they're, uh, the end times are coming, people. I'm tired of hearing that. Because why would God put it in the Bible? I don't care what your age is to be used. He put it in the Bible because he's saying, listen, the end times will come when they come. For now, invest in your youth. Please, someone give them some support. Someone give them some support. Someone give them some honor. Someone give them some guidance. This generation does get it, I promise. They do get it. I hear this a lot. They just don't get it. They don't get it. I promise you from this week, I can tell you what, they get it. They get it. The second thing is this. Come alongside each other, not chase each other. 
come alongside each other and not chase each other. Let me explain this. A lot of times we're like, hey, parents, let, don't, don't, let your, don't, don't be chasing your kids. Let them chase you in your faith. Like, don't, don't let them chase. You got to be ahead of them. You got to teach them your ways. You got to do this. You got to do that. It's a lot of pressure for parents. And then when they fail, they're upset because, man, I didn't, I didn't have my kids chasing me. And now they're above me. And, and we're in the youth group where we're like, guys, go out and show your parents what to do. Like, show them how to love God. If they're not leading you, you lead them. Like, let's chase each other. Let's chase each other. Can I tell you what, church, as Hope Church, what if we were just unified, not chasing each other, but together in one, moving in one pace, saying, yo, you're not chasing me. I'm not chasing you. I'm pulling you in. I'm loving you together. And we're moving together as a church. There's no such thing as this generation and this generation. As a church, we're coming together, we're moving together, and we're doing this thing together as a family. Listen, church, if you don't support the youth, I got a harsh, harsh, harsh word for you. They're coming, and they're going to be around for a long time. They're not going anywhere for a while. So let's invest in them. One of my favorite pastors at the conference, I, I was totally fangirling over him. All the youth kids were making fun of me. I'm like, oh, my God. That's Pastor Rich Wilkerson Jr. He's all over Instagram. Like, I want to be him, blah, blah. He was there at the conference. And it, you know it's bad when your students are making fun of you. Like, Ryan, why are you blushing? Why are we running to the front seats, Ryan? Like, we haven't done that all week. I'm like, shut up. It's Pastor Rich. So I, I have them all at the front. And we're listening. And after we, me and my wife sit down in um, this conference room, and, and he comes out, and he's like, hey, how are you going? I'm Pastor Rich. I'm like, hi, Pastor Rich. And Emily's like, Ryan, act normal, please. Like, have some, like, you want to be here someday, you need to start acting like it. My wife always speaks correction to me. It's good. But I love wives in Jesus' name. But I, I'm so thankful for this guy because he's speaking to me. He's working in me. And, and I'm listening to him. I'm sitting there. And he says, listen, unhealthy you means unhealthy leaders. And I'm like, oh, babe, did you hear that? Unhealthy. That's a good word. Write it down. I'm like calling all of my buddies at college, like, you guys would not believe this. Pastor Rich told me unhealthy me means unhealthy leaders. And I'm like all hyped up, and I write it down, and, and, I, and I leave this building, and I, we, we're, we go, and I, I straight ahead down this hallway, I see all of our kids squatting up for lunch, talking to each other, hanging out. And it smacks me in the face because an unhealthy me means unhealthy students. If I'm not taking care of myself mentally, spiritually, physically, that goes into your students. And I know you would be mad at me if I was unhealthy spiritually and mentally and I was pouring into your kids. I know you would be mad at me. But parents, can I tell you this? Let's take it a step further. An unhealthy you means your unhealthy kids because you are investing in them all week. I only get them for Sunday nights. Sunday nights and during the week, I try to invest in them and we go out to lunch and stuff like that. I only get them for a certain amount of time. But parents, unhealthy you trickles down into unhealthy them. And then I trickle down into them unhealthy. And I realize that the spiritual weight on me is a good thing. It's not a negative thing. 
I'm hyped up about it because guess what? I get to work every day to be like Jesus, to be close to Jesus, so that I can trickle that down into the next generation. And then I get to tell you guys about it, who fires you up, who then gets to trickle it down into your kids all week. And then we have a healthy generation and then another healthy generation. And then we're unified as a church. And then all of a sudden we're going to the schools. We're going to Florida. Everything's getting hyped up. Jesus is shown in the state of Florida because our minds spiritually, physically are healthy. And so today I'm trying to remind you of this. Support the next generation. Support them. Secondly, unhealthy leaders means unhealthy students. So parents, what can you do today to instead of say, you know what, I'm going to chase my kids in faith. I'm going to chase them. They're going to lead our family because I'm not all about this church thing yet. What can you do to say, you know what, I'm going to unify with them. I'm going to be healthy spiritually. They're going to be healthy spiritually. We're going to back each other up and this church is going to grow. You want that? Anybody else want that? Man, first service. This is rough, Pastor. This is for a first service. They're like, yeah, whatever, lunchtime. But I really want this for you, and I really want this for your kids. And today I'm just challenging you with supporting the next generation because they're going to do big things. They're going to do big things, especially if we support them. So I'm going to pray. Pastor West is going to come up and close. I just thank you for being here today. I thank you for honoring our students and showing up and, and supporting them as much as you already have done. And so, dear Lord, we just love you. We love you so much, and we thank you so, so much for your church, for giving us this next generation. And God, I pray that today we unify together. We say, you know what? I'm tired of saying this generation stinks and this generation is the right way. But instead, we're going to come together at the church. We're going to support each other, and we are going to grow for your kingdom. Jesus, today I pray that you just pour out your spirit. I pray that you fill the room with the Holy Spirit. I pray that there, if there's a situation at a home that needs to be taken care of, Lord, will you go into that home? Will you speak life over that home? And will you help those parents and those students work it out, God? God, we pray for your blessing today. In your name, amen for joining us. If you'd like to know more about Hope Church, please feel free to visit us at hopewintergarden.com or connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Hope Winter Garden. We hope you have a blessed day.